everyone. This is Samantha, your host of the Type 1 Tribe podcast. Today, I wanted to do a little recap of my Type 1 diabetes story and tell you about how that got morphed into making this podcast and also making the Type 1 Tribe e-commerce website. And I know a lot of you probably don't know my full story, so I wanted to share it and kind of tell you where I'm at today and how it all happened. So I was actually diagnosed in February of 2021. I started getting symptoms around Christmas time, so about two months prior to my diagnosis. I remember I went home to Ohio for Christmas and I was telling my mom that I was so thirsty and I couldn't figure out why I was so thirsty. And it's weird because I have always noticed thirst symptoms kind of for the past like five years or so, but it has was seeming to get worse that Christmas time. And I remember telling my mom, like, I don't know what's going on. I'm always thirsty. It's really annoying. And I remember we were driving in the car when I was talking to my parents about it. And my dad said, you know, thirst is a sign of diabetes, but we don't have diabetes in our family. So you're good. And I remember thinking in my head, like, yeah, no, I don't have diabetes. I probably just have like an electrolyte imbalance or something is going on. <laughs> ah, funny to think about it now. Well, fast forward to January, I actually went to Miami, Florida and Key West with my boyfriend at the time, Ian. We went just for, you know, a winter vacation to get some sunlight. <laughs> and when we were in Key West, I woke up in the middle of the night with extreme chest pain. At the time, I, of course, had no idea what it was, and the chest pain only lasted maybe two minutes, um, so I wasn't extremely concerned. Obviously, if it would have lasted way longer than that, I would have went to the hospital, but it only lasts two minutes, and it, like, went away. Now, looking back at that, I did have pizza that night a few hours before that all happened, and... Obviously, I didn't know at the time that my blood sugar was high, but it kind of makes sense. The pizza was probably hitting me several hours later and making my blood sugar go high, which made my chest pain come. And obviously, once again, at the time, I had no idea what was going on. Um, I ended up being okay. I woke up in the morning and I remember I was craving sugar. I am not a breakfast person. Well, if I'm going to eat breakfast, it's going to be like a granola bar or like eggs. It's not going to be a desserty breakfast. And I remember when I woke up, I wanted all of the sweets. I wanted a smoothie. I wanted a donut. And we also went and got these like uh, pastries with fruit on top and like icing. And I had all of that for breakfast when I was in Key West, which is really gross to think about now. And I don't even know why I thought at the time that was okay, but I did. And so fast forward to February, uh, mm. my, my boyfriend and I were in Puerto Rico for another mini vacation. We were heavily traveling that winter and I really wasn't feeling good in Puerto Rico. So this was actually the week before I was diagnosed. We were in Puerto Rico. I was so tired. I would try to go for a run. I would have leg pain, cramps. I just felt oh, so awful. 
I was really, really thirsty. I remember at one point we were walking and I was like, I have to go into the CVS and get like four bottles of water because I am so thirsty and nothing is quenching my thirst. And at the time I had no idea what was going on. I thought maybe I was just, I don't know. I honestly had no idea what was going on. I kind of knew something was going on with me, but like what exactly it was, not sure. So anyway, I scheduled a primary care appointment when I got back. Um, right after we got back from Puerto Rico, like two days after. And I went to see my primary care doctor. She had no idea, you know, all the symptoms I was having, like what was going on. Um, oh, not to mention, I also lost like, like 15 pounds very quickly. So I mentioned this all to her. She didn't know. That's a whole nother topic about the fact that she had no clue. <laughs> um, but anyway, she, she took my blood tests. <clears throat> She took my blood tests, um, the full panel, and then the following day, my blood sugar numbers came back very, very high. They were around 420 when they came back. So she called me, rushed me to the hospital, um, and I went to the ER. So I can obviously go into my diagnosis story way, way more in detail, and I have other YouTube videos and other podcasts about my my diagnosis story. So if you want the actual like in-depth detail, go over and listen to that there. Um, but I was in the hospital for two days. I ended up being able to go home um, about 48 hours later. Then I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. And it was a life-changing diagnosis for me, especially because I did not even know what type 1 diabetes was when I was diagnosed. I had one girl in high school that had it, but like, I didn't even know what that meant, you know, that she had that. I just remember one time at the YMCA, she had to sit down and drink some sugar. And of course, you know, I'm young. I'm like, whatever. I don't know what's going on. But it's crazy to think back now you know, of those situations, because now I live with type one diabetes. And the first year was quite the whirlwind for me. I had no idea what the heck I was doing, like literally no idea. And if you have been diagnosed recently, or even if you've been diagnosed years ago, you know that you learn it so fast. I mean, the first year is the most challenging year ever, but you learn it so fast because you have to. Like if I was trying to learn about type one diabetes in school without having type one diabetes, I would be struggling. Like I would not understand what was going on. But when you live with the disease, well, there's no other option but to figure it out, right? Or we'll die, which is kind of scary, but that is the case. So we all figure it out pretty quickly. However, the one thing that really changed my life when it came to learning about type 1 diabetes was social media. When I was in the hospital, the first thing I did is I went to Instagram because I was so confused when they told me I had type 1 diabetes. I was like, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> and like, am I normal? Like, am I not normal? Am I sick? Like, what, what does this mean? And so I went to Instagram and, you know, I saw, I searched type 1 diabetes in the search bar and I found a bunch of people who have been diagnosed as well. The first person I actually found was Lauren Bongiorno. If you guys know who she is, she's the founder of Risley Health. She's the first person I saw and I started following her immediately. And I remember I was watching her videos and I felt okay when I started watching her videos. I felt like I was going to be okay. And so I told her this before, but she really did make a difference for me that first night of being diagnosed. 
and I've interviewed her and she is on this podcast. So if you want to go listen to our conversation, um, go back and do that. It's also on YouTube as a video. So after that, of course, I found so many other people that were willing to share their type one diabetes story on social media, which by the way, is not an easy thing to do because we are not normal, right? And I, I don't mean that in like a bad way necessarily, but out of all the people we meet, 99% of them will not have diabetes. And so we are not normal in that sense. And it's hard to share your life experiences on, you know, to the world, to the entire world where people are watching. So I really do give a shout out to everyone that shares their personal information on social media, because it might be weird to some people that don't have diabetes, but you really, really are helping people who are trying to figure out their new life with diabetes. So shout out to everyone doing that. And if you're not doing that, I say start because we need more and more people sharing their stories, which kind of leads me to type one tribe. So I started type one tribe actually like a year ago, and I did actually start it as a interview series. I did it because I wanted to learn more about type one diabetes. I wanted to meet others that were living with the disease. And I just was like, you know what? I would love to interview people and just share it as well, because I don't know what this means. I don't know how pumps work. I don't know how much sugar I should be eating. I don't know if I'm allowed to snack. I mean, these were all the questions that were going through my head. And I wanted to talk to somebody who was living with the disease about all of these questions. And so I started to actually record these conversations and I was sharing it with my friends and family and my audience. And it's kind of built up now more into a more formal interview process, but before it really wasn't. I was just trying to learn more about the disease. So it did start off kind of like a podcast, but more of a video series. And then it sort of morphed into building Type 1 Tribe, the e-commerce website. If you haven't checked it out, go to typeonetribe.com. Just go ahead and look it over so you know what I'm talking about. It is basically an online marketplace to make life easier for type 1 diabetics. And this meant a lot to me as I was creating it, because like I just mentioned, I had no idea what I was doing when I was diagnosed. And all I wanted was a site like this that I could go to and feel safe, feel connected and feel like I could find answers, you know, other than through th social media. And so I created that site myself for others that are becoming newly diagnosed. And then of course, others who have been diagnosed for years can also check out the site. And then also parents that are having, you know, sadly their children are being diagnosed. I want them to have a place to go to that they can go and just feel normal because sadly we are not normal in, in, in the world, uh, but we are normal amongst each other. And so it's really important to have a site like this for me at least. And I love running it because I love meeting new people and just hearing how I'm helping people and so that is what Type 1 Tribe is. It's an online marketplace focused on making Type 1 diabetes easier and honestly a little bit more fun because sometimes it does suck and it needs to be a little bit more fun. So if you head over to Type 1 Tribe, there's two main avenues that, or I should say two main offerings that we give snacks and accessories. So the reason I wanted to do snacks is I am a huge snacker. 
unfortunately. <laughs> I've always been a huge snacker my whole life. My parents are snackers. My sisters are snackers. We're a big snacking family. And so when I was first diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, I did not think I could snack. And it was a very heartbreaking moment for me because I didn't know how I was, how I was going to be able to actually do that mentally. Um, I'm so used to snacking. Like, I still eat three meals a day, but then I always snack at least two to three times per day. And so I was like, oh gosh, how am I going to do this? How am I going to stop snacking? Like it's literally a lifestyle for me, which sounds crazy, but it is. And so as I was figuring out my new life as a type one diabetic, I was researching so much snacks. I was going on Amazon. I was going on Thrive Market. I was going on just like you know, other healthy sites trying to figure out what can I eat that will not skyrocket my blood sugar. And if you're anything like me and like just snack, I wanted to create a safe spot for someone to go and be like, okay, I know I can eat this. It won't destroy my blood sugars. If, and what I mean by blood sugar friendly, by the way, is it still will probably rise your blood sugars, but it's not going to be those crazy skyrocketing blood sugars, which if you've had diabetes for a while, you know what I mean. There are some chips or some snacks that destroy my blood sugars. Like no matter what, it's going up to 250. I have to go walk for an hour for, to get it to come down. Like those pain in the butt <laughs> snacks. I wanted to be able to offer something to my followers who want to be able to snack and not worry too much about it. So obviously I can't promise that like your blood sugar is going to be perfect with these snacks by any means, but it will be better than some other options. And a lot of these snacks are keto. Do I think you need to eat keto? Absolutely not. I definitely don't eat keto <laughs> all the time. But when it comes to snacking, it is easier to eat keto. And people can argue with me all they want about that, but it truly is easier to eat keto. It just is. Your blood sugars won't go up as high. You won't have to deal with those blood sugar spikes. And so a lot of the snacks I offer are keto. However, not all of them are keto. So make sure when you're like, eating them, you can check the labels and make sure you're following it properly. And the way to make sure it's a blood sugar friendly snack is to make sure that it includes fiber, protein, fat, and carbs. If you have all four of those, you will be better off. Now, if you're eating chips that have no fiber and no protein, it will skyrocket your blood sugars. That is just information that I have found out myself <laughs> from trying several snacks. So a lot of the snacks I offer do have all of those ingredients, not all of them, but if I offer a product on the site that will maybe skyrocket your blood sugars, I will make sure to add, hey, eat this with beans or eat this with hummus or eat this with avocado, something that will help control the blood sugars, right? I'm adding in extra nutrients that you can eat with the chips to help your blood sugars. So go check out the snacks, see what you think. And um, that's kind of the story behind the Type 1 Tribe snack portion. The accessories are there, honestly, just for fun. As you know, if you're a new diabetic, you got to get a lot of new accessories <laughs> when you're first diagnosed. I mean, you got to get new bags. You got to get new, um, like, pump cases. You got to get just a bunch of new stuff. And so I wanted to have, like, a... Uh, place for someone to go to just find some cool new accessories to support your new lifestyle and also build a type 1 diabetes awareness as well through the accessories. So there's some clothing on there, there's notebooks, there's cards, really there's just, there's bags, there's cases, there's a bunch of stuff. So go check it out, see if there's anything you like. 
we will be adding things, you know, as the year progresses. So make sure to check back and make sure to get in our on our email list because we when, every time we have a new product, we throw it out to our email list first, of course. So if you want to know, make sure to get added to that. We also give away a free gift on your type 1 diabetes anniversary. And to do that, you are going to go to the website. There will be a pop-up that says, win a free gift on your anniversary." <laughs> Make sure to put in your name and your email and your anniversary date. So not your birthday, your anniversary date. So mine is February 18th, 2021. Put that in there and you will get a special email on your anniversary with a gift. So make sure to sign up for that there and you also get added to our email list if you do that. So that's a great way to do it. You can get a free item as well as be on the email list and get updates on new products. So another really popular item that we have on the website is our type one tribe snack box. Going back to the snacks, basically it's a monthly subscription box that we send you new snacks each month with a little bit of accessories included. And it's a fun Fun thing to sign up for if you want to just find new snacks, try new snacks, get some low snacks delivered to you without even thinking about it. It's a cool little um, thing we're doing. It's growing pretty quickly. So if you want to be a part of the Type 1 Tribe Subscription Club, go check that out as well on the website. So that is just a quick overview of me, my story, why I got started with Type 1 Tribe, why I started doing these podcast interviews. Really, all of it comes down to just building a community and making others feel like you're normal and accepted. And I wanted to create a place to make life just easier for type 1 diabetics. So go check it out. It's type1tribe.com. I do a food review on YouTube this week as well. Obviously, I'm not doing it over podcasts because you can't see the products. <laughs> so if you want to see the actual video of me reviewing the products, go to YouTube and watch that video. You can obviously skip through and just go to the product when I'm talking about the products, but that is that. So I don't wanna talk your ear off today because I just wanted to give a quick overview of me, myself and I in Type 1 Tribe, the website and all the interviews that I'm doing. So let me know if you have any questions. You can uh, message me on Instagram, go to type1.tribe which is the Instagram handle, so at type1.tribe. I'm active on there. I'm the one running the page. This is Samantha. So message that if you have any questions, I'd be happy to help. Or you can email me at team at type1tribe.com. Thanks so much for listening. I appreciate all of you, and I can't wait to see you next week in the next episode. Okay, bye.